This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 202 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. This is Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. On today's tip, we go back to one of the finest horse photographers in the world, and we chat about photography. And I have had people ask me, well, why do we do photography? Because most horse people love to take pictures of their horses, and we all want to learn to do it better. And that's why I thought I'd go to the top and bring in the our expert, Scott Trees. Scott brings us another tip on his series in horse photography. Scott is known for worldwide for his images of the horse. He has unique perspective and a whole lot of talent. He's been practicing his craft for over 36 years, and I just love talking to him. That's one of the other reasons I love having him back on a regular basis. He is, uh, does a variety of commercial shooting from agriculture to fashion and uh, photojournalism. But, he, but the thing he loves the most is horses, and that's what I think he does the best as well. And we'll get to Scott's tip right after we mentioned our f- friends at Kentucky Performance Products right down the road from here, me here in Lexington, Kentucky. Well, let's hear from them, and then we'll be back with Scott. Not every horse needs a supplement, and selecting the right supplement for your horse can be a science. Kentucky Performance Products simplifies your search for the right supplement, and they provide products that are scientifically developed to address the specific problems facing modern horses. Their website and customer service people can give you detailed information on each supplement, helping you find the right solution to your horse's problem. You can trust Kentucky Performance Products supplements to provide the ingredients you need in effective amounts so your horse gets the most out of each scoopful. Kentucky Performance Products, helping you keep your horses healthy, sound, and competitive. Visit them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com. Well, hi, Scott, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing today? Good. You know, we appreciate you. You've taken the time to do many, many tips with us, and I wanted to tell everybody that these tips are not time-sensitive. You can go to our website at Horse Tip Daily, and you can, on the left-hand side, there's an experts drop-down menu. Just look up Scott Trees, go there, and you can go back and listen to all of Scott's tips. They're relevant now and next year. So... Well, good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this, this, this is this basic stuff I think everybody needs to know at, at, to improve their work. And, you know, right now we've had uh, – this is our 10th tip that we've done with you. We really have a primer course on photography going here. Well, we're working at that. I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's a good thing because it's, there's so many people now that are wanting to, to, you know, to take pictures, and it's, it's, it's within the reach of a lot of people that couldn't have done it before. And so, you know, I know there's lots of questions out there. Well, go back and listen to all the previous uh, episodes with Scott's tips as well right on our website. So what, what do we have for us today? Well, I want to talk today. One of the co- questions I get asked a lot is how do I photograph a black horse? Um, and it's going to extrapolate from that a little bit about trying to shoot inside arenas. Not that the two are the same, but but it's there are questions that I get that basically kind of tie in back to what we talked about uh, last time about exposure uh, and understanding how your camera works. And basically, what we all do when we're taking pictures is that we're we're basically photographing reflected light. 
And so if you think about, you know, uh, white horses reflect more light, dark horses are going to absorb more light. And you have to compensate for that loss of light somehow. And so one of the things that you do with a darker horse is that you override your exposure manual, your exposure a little bit. And this can be happening by most cameras have what they call exposure compensation, where you can go up plus one, plus two, plus three. And especially for people, that, as we discussed, a lot of people shoot on auto. And all cameras for auto are, are uh, designed to give you some detail in the shadows, and, but not blow out your highlights, and they average that out. And most times what happens with people is they either find that their black horse comes back way too blown out with the background and everything around it's too blown out for the camera to compensate for that black horse, or vice versa, the, the horse is too, too dark. And so one of the nice things about the digital age, in, in the, in the um, film days, we might have to take Polaroid tests for a subject like that, where we, you know, we try and figure out the exposure and see what the balance is. In today's digital world, you can just take a quick shot and say, okay, well, let me see if I have to open up or, or, or close down a little bit. But you, most black horses, it's, it's what you set them out against. A black horse is going to look good against the blue sky. A black horse is going to look good, good against uh, the, the grass, as long as there's not too many shadows. What happens a lot of times is people will set up black horses in front of trees with lots of shadows and the whole in the shadow if you don't expose it properly. So that's when it gets back down now to what we talked about earlier of understanding how exposure works. And um, there, one of the things, too, that, that most black horses, because people will say, well, gosh, my horse, you know, there's a little bit of red in this. My horse, my horse is black. And if he's been outside at all in the sun, he's not black. He's going to have some red tint to him. Um, and that's one of the things that I've had, you know, people have had to explain. Now, look, you understand that this horse has got a little bit of red in his coat, and and you can get rid of it in Photoshop very easily, but with a, a desaturation filter. But nonetheless, it's it's mainly just for most black horses, people are going to have to open up their exposure a little bit to keep the detail in the shadows and and not and the the exposure proper. All right, that sounds good. Now, we're going to take along from that. One of the other problems, questions I get asked a lot about is people go to horse shows and they're inside arenas. Yeah, that's my biggest problem. And arenas are not easy to shoot in. I mean, most arenas are lit for television. And so uh, video cameras can get by with a whole lot less light than still cameras can. Yeah, you know, we were over here. I don't know if you've been to it yet, but the new indoor arena at the Kentucky Horse Park is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the light is, is perfect for when you're sitting there watching, and it's just great, and you can see real well till you try and take a picture. Right. And then it's all blurry. Well, and see, but the other, the other reason that video doesn't need to have as much light is because it doesn't have to freeze motion. It's right. recording motion. Right. So, you know, obviously the way the show photographers get around it is most of them will flash. And, you know, this is, I'm not going to try and get into the, to the whole elements of using flash, but um, that's one way to overcome the problem. And, and most of the today's cameras, the flashes work very well, you know, automatically with the camera to give you good exposure. But a lot of photographers are pretty owly about letting, you know, use flash over the ring because it can, it can scare the horses and et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of times, too, you see one of the things you often see in, in like, oh, big events and coliseums where the lights go down, you see all these gazillions of little flashes going off on these little bitty handheld cameras. Yeah, and are they doing well, anything? No, the effective range of uh, those flashes <laughs> is 10 feet. So when you're at the so, concert, that really doesn't help having the right, flash Right, what go? you get when you come home is you got a great shot of the people in front of you the back of their heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, 
So we've all done it, things, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But one of the things that that it determines your camera's ability to record in light, there's a setting on your camera called the ISO, which it's it used to be called ASA in the film days for relating to the speed of the film. And now what you have is your ISO relates to the the speed or the sensitivity of your sensor. Where do I find that? Um, well, most cameras will have a um, a little setting that says ISO. It is it's either on your menu feature under settings. Oh, okay. Or it's actually a dial on the camera itself. Okay. And on your ISO settings, of a, a lower number is is needs more light and gives you better detail. As you increase your ISO, you increase your noise or your grain factor. That ISO lets you shoot at much lower light levels, but the payoff for that is that it's going to get real grainy looking. Now, they call it noise in the digital world. Now, the problem, and, and it's, a, it's a problem that everybody runs into, it, it's, it's, you have to, many of these coliseums, most of the cameras come up to ISO 1600 to 3200, and some of the brand new cameras will give you 25,000, which it's, it's amazing because it, it, how it gives you amazing sensitivity with, with the noise of about 3,200. But there's just no way around it that you're going to have grain in those shots. And, and you'll notice it when you take them big. Again, for the Internet, it's not going to be that big a deal. But if you're trying to do it for a magazine or those kinds of things, you'll notice that it looks real, doesn't look real sharp. And there's really no way around it. But the higher ISO that you do, and this is, again, where we, we talked earlier about those faster lenses. So a 2.8 lens can work better in a low light level of an arena than a 4.5 lens. Uh, it doesn't need as much light. Uh, and so it's, there's no real easy solution to it unless it's a really bright arena. Angle of motion, again, is one of those things, like we've mentioned before, you can get by with a slower shutter speed. Um, and it's uh, just one of those things that, you know, it's not easy to shoot in these, in these arenas today, but that's the best way, to, that's the best thing that you can do. No, okay, so that's that. That'll help, and I, I found that on my camera here, and it's in the yeah. settings, at menu settings, actually. Well, and most for most things, like you know, you can adjust your ISO to 100 or 200 for most things. If if it's shooting later in the afternoon, around sunset, you can bump it up to 400. But a lot of people say, well, I just keep my ISO at 3200 and leave it there. Well, you're going to find that your your pictures are going to be extremely grainy when that happens. I mean, again, the, the the higher sensitivity lets you shoot faster shutter speeds and greater depth combinations, but the pay the trade-off is grain or noise. Yeah, mine's actually set to 100 right now. Well, that's a good place for it to be. But if you, if it's like a cloudy day and you're trying to shoot, then you can bump it up to 400. There's not a whole lot of difference in the in the noise factor between 100 and 400. Okay, now mm-hmm. I got this other question for you. I've been meaning to ask you because I mm-hmm. saved me looking at my book. Uh, plus, if I looked at my book, nobody else would know the answer either. Right. Uh, I got this AFMF button that uh, has an unlock and a lock position. Have any idea what that is on the Fuji? So what's it? What's it called? It's. Uh, let me hold on. You know that age thing we were talking about? Yeah, you gotta, gotta get, get out my reading. Yeah. Lenses. No, I have. I hear you. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> AF as in Frank and M. F is in Frank. AF slash M. Oh, autofocus and manual focus. Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah, that's what that is. Some some cameras um, will, will let you. I mean, some people. The autofocus cameras are going to, uh, depending on how you set them, might not be focusing on what you want to focus on. So you can set that to manual focus and then focus it like you would the old film days when you had to. You know, you had. To I do never yourself. knew that. Yeah. Well, now I have to play with that, too. 
But see, if you flip it on manual and forget to put it back on auto, when your pictures start coming back blurry, you'll know why. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to you, you know? That's and then I'm going to think about it where he told me that. And then you're going to go to your eye doctor, and you're going to say, "I just can't see my pictures here; they're just not sharp enough." That's right; they're all out of they're all blurry. Yeah, they're all out of focus. Well, here's why. <laughs> well, thank you for that, anyway. All right, Scott. Where, where you know what? Uh, people can find out more about Scott at at uh, Trees. That's T R E E S Media dot com. And uh, you know, I, I assume that you're looking forward to another great year in 2010. Will you be coming in for the World Equestrian Games? Do you know? I think so. You know, I'll be over in Dubai, but um, I'm I'm reasonably sure I'll try and get over for that. Um, well, that'll be great. Yeah, no, I I would like to see that for sure. Well, if you do come over for that, obviously we do the World Equestrian Games radio show as well great. as eventing and dressage and all of those. So we'll be covering that and doing daily shows every day from the World of Question Games. You've covered them before, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would love to get you on some night to get your perspective on how it's going and, and from, from, from your end and what you think compared to oh, other I'd years. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. I'll stay in touch with you about that. Yeah, maybe a little commentary or something. Yeah, no, I, I would uh, be glad to do that. Oh, that'll Absolutely. be great. That'll be Absolutely. super. All right, Scott. Well, thank you very much. And people right. should stop over to your website and, uh, and purchase some prints. I hope so. Okay, thanks. All right, bye. Well, thanks again to Scott for joining us. You know, Scott's not around very much. He's traveling over in Europe and the Far East uh, and uh, the Middle East a lot. So we get him when he comes back into the United States to record some tips for us, and we really appreciate the fact that he does that. And don't forget that you can subscribe to the show through iTunes or Zune and get your daily tips automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. Also, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for Horse Tip Daily. We appreciate that. And also on Twitter at Horse Radio. And don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the network. I think there's eight now. Uh, that's at HorseRadioNetwork.com. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. <laughs>